Right, hi, welcome to another podcast then. So today we're talking about worrying and I'm joined by Stuart and Stephen. Say hi, boys. Hi. Hello. (laughs) Okay, right. So um, I'm talking about worrying and the reason why I've got these two involved, and I'm sorry about the echo if you can hear it. Um, The reason why I've got these involved is because I don't feel that I'm a worrier. So even though I worry about the little things and just ignore it and then carry on, I don't feel like it controls my life, so to speak. I'm not saying these guys worry all the time to that extent, but they have a different aspect, a different viewpoint on that. So, um, okay, we'll start with the definition of worrying from the dictionary. Worrying is causing anxiety about... um, An actual or potential problem. Thank you, an actual or potential problem is my bad. (laughs) Right, okay, so... It's understandable that everybody worries, but it's how you manage that. Would you yeah. agree? Uh-huh. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So like I say, I don't really worry as such, but I worry about can we pay the bills and you just check the bank balance, maybe do transfers over or whatever, and then done. Yeah. Leave it at that. I don't lose sleep over it or anything like that. And we were discussing that Stephen's worried about today's podcast, for instance. Yes. So Why? How I'll be perceived. Okay. And what people will think right. of me and just how I'll come across in general, which is always a worry. Okay. I'm always constantly worried about that. Okay. And how do people, what do people think of me? Yeah. And he sat there with his arms crossed and his legs twitching away because he was getting nervous. Yes. Right. Okay. So you're worried about what? Cocking up on here and then people just laughing at you? Or. Yeah. I'm worried that people see me as a joke. That isn't always, that's always constant with me. Right. I'm just seen as a joke, but that's all been through my life. Okay. So we'll come back to that. Hmm. Yeah. Stuart, what about you? How are you feeling about this? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm not worried today about it. I'm kind of a little bit nervous now, but I'm quite good at controlling that part of worrying anyway. Okay. So I'll push it right to the back of my mind. Because, I mean, this is a very weird experience doing it like this. This is very unnatural, so to speak. Yeah. Right. Okay. So... Um, the reason why, or well, one of the reasons why I bought these two in is because I, I kind of can't see the line between worrying and overthinking. So for me, if you're overthinking something, you're creating that worry. Yeah. That's how I perceive things. But I know that's not right. And I know obviously everyone's got a different perception on worrying or overthinking. So I think the easiest thing to think about is if you kind of like overgeneralize things, like for instance, if you didn't get the job, then you'll think, oh, I'll never get one. Or if you notice the negatives all the time, um, always expect the worst maybe, or you feel like you're a failure, or maybe you feel like everyone's laughing at you, like you mentioned, that sort of thing. Um, Or you're constantly putting yourself down, and and lots of other things like that. And I think if you're coupled with those, look at the physical signs of worrying. So you've got restlessness, insomnia, headaches, stomach issues, muscle tensions, poor concentration, you're angry, um, and maybe you've got um, self-esteem issues, that sort of thing, um, and, and potentially maybe you're self-medicating for alcohol, drugs, whatever, then maybe you need to think about you've got a problem with worry. Would you agree with that, do you yes. think? Yeah. I think that's quite a good... Just gen- read off everything. Yeah. <laughs> i probably go through on a daily basis. <laughs> right, okay. So try and expand on that then. Why do you think you do that? I don't know. It's just a, part is not having the self-belief, but then that's a whole different ball game. Right. But 
like a, a big worry of mine is obviously I'm I'm going to university, and my worry is, will I be able to do it and make everybody proud of me? So I'm constantly worried. But then it it literally slip, um, it, it like flips to me then overthinking it and making a massive scenario out of something that isn't really going to happen. Yeah. It's just me overthinking a worry. So it, it's like a worry can manifest very quickly with me into overthinking, but they are very two different things. Okay. You've got quite a, there's quite a, <clears throat> obviously a confidence thing there as well, then, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. Sort of, i got a lot of confidence in your own abilities, so you course, think yeah. you're going to fail. Yeah, yeah. But then you're worried about what other failure is going to sort of project yeah, on course, yeah. So do you think you might be sort of, Think well again, overthinking it too much, and then trying you sort of project your fails are getting projected, yeah, definitely onto the things that you do, yeah, yeah, um, okay. Like, I don't know, it's almost not that you see reassurance all the time, but it's, I don't know, people can always reassure you and say you're fantastic at what you do in your job. I mean, this could be with anybody, but it's having that kind of thing you've you got to have it in yourself, like, you've yeah. got to have your own self confidence, yeah, but it. That obviously is a big worry, but you know that's very contradictory because you're stuck here with what colour would you describe that hair as? Peach. Peach. <laughs> so you've got peach hair. But right? again, is that something you probably hide behind? Do you think? Yeah, probably. I've, but you're drawing attention to yourself, though, yeah, aren't you? I've always done it, so it's just that's just how I how I dress. Because if you can physically look confident, it can put some of the confidence into you. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, again, I, I would say I'm quite a anxious, anxious and shy person, especially around new people. But I've, you know, put a blue Mohican in my hair. Yeah. Um, and Rachel said the same thing. So do you not, you know, you kind of contradict yourself. Yeah, exactly. You're drawing all this, con- yeah. you know, attention to you. But I don't know. It's, it kind of does feel like you're hiding behind something. It kind of makes you look a bit cooler than maybe you are. So people are looking and think, well, he can't be a douchebag. He's got a blue Mohican. <laughs> Is clearly awesome. Yeah. So I don't know. It, yeah. it, it is kind of just a. It can be a mask. Yeah. You know, it can. It can just be you know a, a um, smile. You know your clown's face. Yeah. So to speak. Would you agree with that, Steve? Yeah. I mean, I'd probably I'd probably do hide behind it. You mean I, I push I push clothing. I push my hair colours. I change my hair every month, different colours. But I don't really care what people think about that. But I care how I come across, probably how my personality is and that sort of thing. So how I look is just how I come. That's just me, clothes, whatever. Um, But, yeah, I I think probably I am probably hiding behind that. But it's it's, it's a strange one, isn't it? But, again, it's it's a scenario that you're worried that you're going to come across as a failure or a bit of a douchebag to people, is kind of holding you back from being confident. So yes, you, it is, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So your worry is actually making you what you think you are to people. Yeah, yeah. So it's all, yeah. So you, so from like an initial worry, you, yeah. you've already met, you've, you've met somebody it. and you already think they're not going to yeah, like yeah. you. So yeah. you kind of then make that happen. You project it onto yeah. them. So kind of it changes your behaviour. Exactly, yeah. yeah. You come across as less confident. You, you know, you might... You know, if you've got that worry that, you know, you round new people, you could stutter a little bit, um, come out with a really, really lame comment. Really, that's not you. You just, it's the anxiety kicking in. So would you class that as nervousness now? Um, yeah, I suppose it could be nervousness, but 
again, if you're worrying about it, if you're worrying about what you're going to say, you, your brain's already focused on on the worry, so you don't come across as confident. Yeah. So yeah, they all kind of go hand in hand. All yeah. these little anxieties and social anxieties. Like I've been told that I look really unapproachable, so straight away I worry. That's why I worry how yeah. I come across. But yeah, they I'm approach told, you to say that. Yeah, yeah. well, they approach me <laughs> to say I look really unapproachable. Yeah, you've got and an angry bitch face. Yeah, and I've got an angry bitch face. And people have people have walked past me in town and said, I saw you the other day, and I didn't come up to you and speak to you because you look so fucked off. And I'm... But I wasn't. I was just in a really good mood. It's yeah. just my face obviously wasn't betraying... You've got a natural frown. Yeah, natural, natural frown, yeah. Right, okay. So do you worry about the little things, like, or do you worry about pain? Do you worry that you're going to hurt yourself? Do you worry that you're going to die? Are you worried about the big things in no, life? No, I'm, I'm, I don't... Again, my, a lot of my worries do come from a bit of overthinking. Um, so, again, when it comes to pain, operations, things like that, I don't worry. I don't worry. I get nervous. Yeah. But I won't worry about it until it's right upon me. I, I've got quite a good ability that I can just push it to the back of my mind. Right. Okay. Um, you know, if, if somebody is in hospital, again, although I'm anxious that they're not going to get better but i don't kind of worry about it because what's going to happen is going to happen me worrying is not going to change it right okay. but then i can overthink something stupid and turn it into a massive worry just with my tiny overthinking okay we've got an example um one of my big things is confrontation um i don't like it right so if i have to conf- confront somebody about something it could be the tiniest little issue um and straight away you know, as everybody does, either replay an argument or invent an argument. So I'm approaching this person in my mind. I'm saying what I need to say. They take it the wrong way. I then say something. And you kind of invent the argument in yeah, your yeah, own yeah. head. Yeah. And I, I, for some reason, I escalate it and escalate it and escalate it. And it could even, in my head, sort of turn violent. So straight right, away, okay. I'm sort of creating a mood inside myself by worrying about what this confrontation is actually going to be like. Okay. So then I'm getting nervous about it, anxious about it. I could even be getting angry about it because of this stupid argument that I've had imaginary with somebody. So then when I approach this person, I can approach them with a negative attitude, with a defensive attitude, and sort of come across as a bit angry about something that's not really that, okay. you know, just needed sort of yeah, yeah. talking about fixing um, that could then escalate the problem before it's even started. But then that could be from my own overthinking. Yeah. So that then automatically changes your behavior, how you approach yes. that person. Yes. And Don't get me wrong. You... I mean, again, that's, I mean, I've had, um, you know, I've done serious things about it and sort of tried to change it, step back and just think what you need to do, approach someone calmly. Yeah. Um, and it does work. Okay. So this is where I, again, I see that as overthinking. Yeah. Completely. But yeah. you can also see how, it can piles itself into worry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. So, if we look at the 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 big worriers out there that worry about everything all the time, yeah. like whether the child's going to be all right or is a plane going to crash or whatever, yeah. do you have any of those sort of things? Do you do that? Or do you go on holiday? No, or and... but to me, that's overthinking. Right. So okay. If you're yeah. going to worry that a plane is going to come down. That yeah. Is overthinking. That's kind of getting it. That's next level. Worrying manifests very quickly into overthinking. When I worry, it could be like I'm washing the pots 
and I worry that I might cut my, cut, cut my finger. Right. And if I cut my finger, then I start to then think, what if I cut my wrist and then I start to bleed to death? And that's how literally how quickly it can, wow. it can just go. Yeah. yeah. But I don't always think like that. I mean, I wash the parts. I just think, oh, I, you know, I worry that I might cut myself, but I'm then cautious of what I'm doing. Right. So it's so just how often do you things. cut yourself in, when you wash the parts? Never. Right. Well, then I'll worry if I go to the dentist and I've got to have a tooth out because I know as soon as I have a tooth out, I'll probably end up passing out. So right. I'm pre like meditating, like what's going to happen. But so that's yeah. an overthinking then. Right. It's such a fine line. Yeah. Again, when it comes to, de- I mean, I'm petrified of the dentist. I really, really am. But if I've got an appointment coming up, I, again, I've got the ability to just to push it to the back of my mind yeah. and then I'll get nervous when I'm in yeah. the waiting room. I, yeah. mean, I remember once I've write all my appointments in my diary and I'm just going through my diary and I literally turned the page and it said dentist. Now I had completely forgot about this appointment. So I'd not put my little procedures into place to, to sort of help me cope with right. not worrying about it. And my, my literally heart sank. My head went warm. And I, I, it was almost like I was in the waiting room as soon as I'd seen it because I'd not oh, really? been able to put all these procedures into place. I was just trying to push it to the back of my mind until it's there. So, Which yeah, is I, I how you manage it, isn't it? Yeah, I so I can, I can see how people, it can easily get out of control. Yeah. You know, that, that worry can just start to, you know, manifest itself into anxiety. You know, like I say, the negative thoughts, obviously, which go hand in hand with, you could say, depression. Yeah. Uh, they feed off themselves. Negative thoughts feed off themselves. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, which is what we'll touch about in a minute. Yeah. Right, okay. So, yeah, my head's going ten to a dozen now. So what, is there any other thoughts that you've got about worry or worrying in particular? Um, say if I've gone to uni for the day and I'm getting a tram back, I worry that I might miss boot camp. Right, and okay. That's not a paid plug. But I do worry about what if I miss it? What if the trans late? <laughs> what, the one in Huntley? <laughs> On Wood Lane? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jelly Fitness, yeah. But I, I, that's a worry for me. But that only stays as a worry because I think, oh, what if I just, what if I'm, what if I'm a bit late or what if I, I don't make it and what if I don't get in on time and things? And that is just a worry. Then I don't overthink it. Me then overthinking it would yeah. be what if the tram crashes? What if it derails? What if I get stuck in Nottingham and there's a tornado? So that, yeah, so that tiny but, little worry is just yeah, manifested yeah. into a tornado. That can just literally yeah. just be a worry. <clears throat> yeah. And I'll, like, so how much time would you spend on the tram worrying about missing boot camp, for instance? It'd probably only be like five minutes or so. Not even Which is that. quite I mean, a long time in your own head. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I suppose. But, I mean, it'd be like a case of looking at the time on my on my phone and thinking, oh, you know, I'll be fine, I'll make it. But it's just that initial s- slight worry. And it stays there. Yeah, but, yeah, so it'll be at the back of my mind until I get all the way back up right, to okay. and I get off the tram. And this is every time you're on the tram at uni coming back? Yeah, not every single week, but on Sunday, but you ain't got union. No, no, yeah, but I don't do uh, university on Sundays. No, um, it's yeah, it's just a split worry, just a, for a split second. And it, and that's every time you're on that tram, though. So, this is what I'm trying to get yeah, at now, possibly. is how frequently, that yeah, happens. but it's it's literally like then I get sidetracked because I put my headphones on, I listen to music or whatever. So, is that um, that's your sort of me- coping mechanism? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Right, okay. And then if the tram was to stop for some reason that isn't normal, would you then start worrying? Yeah, I think that that's... That would reignite. 
Yeah, probably. That would then start, you know, that's a whole different thing of anxiety kicking in and thinking, right, okay. oh, God, you know, you can start to feel it churning in your stomach, like your, your stomach going into knots. And yeah. it's they're all so kind of well-connected mm. that I think anybody that kind of worries will overthink, but then they've also... There's, there's so many um, factors that come into play and they can all kind of flip and change to depending on the, the situation. Yeah, definitely. Do you think, though, the, the tram issue for you is the fact that there's so many people on board? Do you feel like a little bit claustrophobic, do you think? Um, and do you use the boot camp worry as a, a mask or...? I don't know, yeah, possibly, because I, I, I am really antisocial. I do... I don't like being around people, um, probably hence my resting bitch face. Um, but it also probably comes back from one of my previous jobs where I used to um, travel to Coventry on a, on every Thursday and you'd be stuck on the motorway coming home and it'd be like, you know, I'd always kind of be late. And I think that's where that kind of comes from. Right. Okay. So I know I was stuck on the M1 it's gridlocked and you're not moving anywhere. And, you know, you're constantly looking at your phone thinking, crikey, it's been like 45 minutes we've not moved anywhere. Yeah. And then that's that's why like, being late is always, I suppose, a little bit of a worry for me. Okay. So I'm either, with me, I'm always dead early. I always like to be super early. Okay. But way earlier than what's really normal, like half an hour, 45 well, minutes early. What I suggest you do is listen to a time management podcast <laughs> that could be available <laughs> Back in the series. Okay, right. Okay, that's really interesting. So what about if you've got an excessive worry that is persistent and it's uncontrollable and it interferes with your life, like daily? Do you have anything like that? I'm okay, boot camp is twice a week on a Tuesday and a Thursday, but um, anything else that you would have, do you think? Um, no, I haven't got a constant worry. Right, no, okay. Quite lucky in that respect. Um, it used to be my job. Right. So being stuck in a job that you kind of go to bed at night worrying about what the day is going to bring. Okay. So like with Stuart, I'm talking about having confrontations, that was a thing with me. You know, you're worried about what, you know, what the day is going to bring. So you'd create scenarios in your head of right. the, the day coming. So you go to bed at night worrying. You'd wake up in the morning worrying. You go to work worrying about okay. it. But obviously that is overthinking it. Okay. And how many of those came true, do you think, those scenarios that you created? Not loads, but a few did. But then, you know, obviously I, the first thing I did was try and remove myself out of that situation, which I did. Right. Okay. Okay, fair enough then. So, should we start talking about how you can, in, in my opinion, I think how you can fix worrying? Yeah. So, I mean, <clears throat> again, I've kind of tied it in with overthinking and the bits and bobs that I've experienced over the past. So, what I've said before is that you would just stop. You, you just pause. Yeah. Take a step back, whether you actually physically take yeah. a step back and or in your head, you take a step back and just think, well... The first thing you need right. is, can I control this? Can yeah. I control this situation? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, so that's the first thing. So again, if obviously if it's a money worry, then you look at your finances. Yeah. You break it down. What can I save? What what can go? Do we really need Sky Atlantic? Yeah. You know things like that. Um, so yeah, you basically just have to see if it's fixable first. Yeah. And then start breaking it down. Perfect. Um, you know, if, if you can if you can break a problem down into tiny little problems and start fixing the little individual bits one at a time. Yeah. Um, 
then yeah, it does help. I mean, I find again one of my sort of overthinking mechanisms is write it down. Yeah, just get it wrote down. It's it's sort of easy if you if you write the problem down and exactly what it is with all your bullet points. You can kind of just start to look at it. I know it sounds daft, but look at the problem. No, no, no I agree. Rather yeah. than just have it milling around yeah. in your head, get it on paper. It's real. It's in front of you. You know, you can just break it down. No, I agree with that. I've said that before on other podcasts that are available. Right. Okay. So um, you mentioned there about the controllable. What about the uncontrollable? What would you do if you was worried about the plane crashing down on your holiday? How would you manifest? that as a change because that is completely uncontrollable that's a difficult one i mean again that that's going into the realms of overthinking um so yeah that that's a completely whole new ball game because if you're worried like your child's going to get poorly your child's going to get sick or it's going to fall over and you can't control that that's yeah again people do control it by being sort of a over parenting yeah sort of you know it's over cautious um, yeah over cautious So then they create their own little also problems, create, don't they? The thing is, obviously, a plane crashing, you can't control that. You can't stop a plane from crashing. Obviously, if it's that bad, then, you know, if it's really going to affect your life, then... You need you know, to go seek help in some respects. Yes, uh, seek help. Um, maybe, I mean, flying is the safest way to travel. It is, so yes. That's Superman says. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe if you are if you are that kind of worried about it, then... Rather than just seek out, maybe just look at the facts. Yeah. Well, that's um, my next one is um, yeah, so where's the sort, evidence? Yeah, just sort of where, yeah. where's your evidence coming from? Yeah. Maybe where the fear has come from. It's got to have come from somewhere. Yeah. Um, you know, did you watch a movie as a kid that just affected you a bit too much? Yeah, just just try and, again, just try and break it down. Every problem can be broken down, whether it's controllable or uncontrollable. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you, you've got to look where the underlying fear is coming from. Yeah. Okay, so we're, we agree that you need to stop, you need to pause, and you just take a step back and think. Yeah. Look at um, where the evidence is for that particular worry that you might have. Yeah. And, you know, how many times has that actually happened? How many times have your worries actually come true? Yeah. I suppose is one of the things, isn't it? How often do they actually appear to be as you worried them in the, in, in real yeah. life, so to speak? And then, yeah, majority of the time, it, it, you know, it all turns out fine. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. So what's the actual problem with you happening? Um, is it solvable? So you can't control the plane crashing. So, well, you just going to have to live with that one, aren't you? Yeah, you just need to find right yeah. reassurances. Yeah. Um, you know, where you can. And I think you know, there's another one that I came across was, was don't guess people's thoughts. Now, I've said this about in, yeah. in other podcasts, is that especially from an overthinking point of view, you don't you don't try and guess what they're thinking. You've got to rest in bitch face, Stephen, all the time, but it doesn't mean you're angry and it doesn't mean you're, no. you're hatred all the time. It just means that's your face. Yeah, like, I mean, you, obviously everyone, that's how people guess people's thoughts when they yeah. read in the face. Yeah, I mean, I always try and read people. I always try and think what, or what I wonder what they're going yeah. to say. Or I'd, I assume what they're going to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I take stuff really literal. Also, yeah. if someone stood there with their arms folded, again, that, to me, that's they're coming across as yeah. don't approach me. I want to stay closed. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. <clears throat> okay. Right now, the obvious one again from a fitness point of view, fitness professional point of view, is exercise. Yeah. Because you know helps me no end. Yeah, and the amount of people that have said this to me since I've been doing these podcasts, but you know, exercise produces endorphins and serotonin, lots of different chemicals that actually will just chill you out. Mm-hmm. But I suppose from a worrying point of view is that if you're concentrating on what you're actually doing in that time, whether you're actually 
rowing a thousand meters or you're running or whatever and you can feel your muscles moving and you can concentrate on keeping your core tight and your breathing under control and you're focusing on that then that allows that worry to dissipate for a bit yeah and you you start managing it more yeah your brain sort of focuses on something else so you do kind of just shut down to the time that you're doing it yeah exactly so i think one of the top tips is just going to exercise for starters and then see how that evolves yeah but be conscious of what you're doing so you don't allow those those thoughts to penetrate and clear your head while you're yeah. doing it. Yeah, so for example, last year when I had to eventually admit I needed help and I went to the doctors and obviously I was realised I was having a nervous breakdown, mm-hmm. um, I was prescribed medication, but he didn't prescribe me a high dosage basically because I was going to the gym and I was doing boot camp and had I not been doing any of that, I would have been on a higher dosage. Right. Okay. So obviously it was like sleeping tablets to help me sleep. Yeah. So like with me, if I don't have any sleep or I have a terrible night's sleep, then my mood and my thinking and the way that I think and the way that I am the next day is completely, you know, very different. Right. So then that's probably say if I've had a really bad night's sleep, um, then that's probably when I might overthink stuff. I might worry more about stuff. So that kind of, that's how things are with me. Right, okay. um, There's a lot of people who do say about the exercise that it, it, they are yeah, so much more beneficial for that. Definitely. Yeah. If, if I didn't have, The mood changes. Yeah, if I hadn't have done that last year and kept up with a gym and kept up with boot camp and exercise and even you know, walking and, you know, training for trek fest and things like that, you know, that, I don't know what I would have done. Yeah, it it would have been a different story. So it did did really, really help. Okay. And, you know, exercise doesn't have to be smashing it in the gym. It doesn't have to be going to every class going. It could just be going for a walk. Yeah, it's whatever's exercise to you. Yeah, increased physical activity. If your son is not active, going for a walk is just... Well, it's increase your activity. Yeah. That's all you've yeah, got to yeah. do is just increase it. It's like a yeah. 20 minute walk, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. You, haven't got to, you haven't got to compete with everybody that's in the gym or, or next to you in the class. Just do your thing. Do, yeah. do whatever. Start is, small. Is, is, yeah, exactly. Start small. Just start getting active. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It does help. It does make you feel, it does make you feel better. Because there's one other thing that we looked at, well, I looked at as well, um, was yoga. So have you guys experienced yoga at all? No, not at all. No, not at all. But yoga is very good for clearing your head because it makes you focus on your actual movement at that particular moment in time. So you're actually really concentrating on your breathing. You're concentrating on the position you're putting your body in, making sure your scapulas are down or your ribs are up or whatever you're doing, depending on that move. So that might be something, not necessarily for you guys to get involved in, but people are listening. Yoga is a very good way to do that and you don't have to go to a class you can find somebody online or yeah, look on DVDs instagram or whatever YouTube, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's all there. but um if you are think if you are an over worrier then yoga is probably a good place to start because you can do that in your front room um we can do lots of things in your front room with exercise wise but yoga is a very good way of centering yourself out and just focusing on your breathing and i think the last one would be just to talk i mean you like you mentioned it before by going to the doctor's but yeah. just talking to other people about your worries. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. not yeah. talking to somebody who's negative, not talking to somebody yeah. who's going to go, oh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, because that's going to make it Yeah. Worse. It, yeah, you want somebody to give it to you real. Yeah. You don't want... Yeah. 
people to kind of yeah, I mean, again, follow yeah, around. I mean, yeah, that's a difficult one because you don't want someone to say, oh, stop being stupid. Yeah. yeah that's you not, want that's someone like to support, saying yeah. someone with depression or enlightening. Or, you yeah. Know, you, you want, you want, yeah, you want someone to support. Yeah. Um, again, if it is really that bad and you really are, it is controlling your life, then yeah, go seek help. Yeah. I mean, a, a part of my treatment um, was CBT. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. If I'm honest, the whole world, whether you're depressed, anxiety or not, needs to do CBT. Yeah. yeah it's fantastic. Yeah. It's well, I've mentioned that before. And you don't necessarily need to... There are books you can get on CBT. Yeah. You, don't, you don't need to go to a therapist. No, definitely not. Uh, you can get a book. Um, you can kind of score yourself um, and read through the book. Again, you can do it online. Yeah. Um, I'm a very strong believer in what you think is what you feel. Yeah. Um, so if you can just change the way you think, then you will change the way you feel. Yeah. It, it really is. So for those that don't understand, CBT is cognitive behavioral therapy. So basically, like Sue was just saying, it, it allows you to change the way you think. So you turn negatives to positives, basically. Yeah. yeah. So I did it for six weeks last year, and it kind of opened up a lot for me. Like it, what I thought I was kind of going through wasn't necessarily what it was. It was something that yeah. I'd embedded like yeah. 16 years previous. Yeah. yeah. So having that and going for that over six weeks and kind of releasing that, you know, away um, was really helpful. Good. It just makes you look at your, look at things differently and break stuff down. And one of them was for me like being super early or being late or. Yeah. yeah so yeah, time to, management can be in there. Yeah. Um, the way I see CBT was, I mean, also a lot of people are like, Oh, you know, I'm a um, glass half empty kind of person or a glass half full. Um, the way I've seen CBT, they didn't say this, it was kind of my own little perception, but the way I see CBT is the glass can just always be refilled. Mm-hmm. You know, so just just look at Somebody things. write that down. We'll look, at, look at things differently. That's a t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at things differently. You know, it, it just rethink it. Yeah, no, exactly. No, you're completely right. And, and, and I agree. You know, I've had counselling as well. We've done CBT. I've done psychotherapy stuff as well. And I think you said right earlier that we should all be doing some sort of yeah. counselling. Yeah. Whenever you need to see, like you go to the doctor, you just yeah, you just rock exactly, up, you book yeah. an appointment, yeah. and you, uh, I you, completely your mind is just as important as the body. Completely, agree it with really that. is. Yeah. So, talk whether it's the counsellor, go to the doctor. Um, if you, especially if you're, and I'm talking about the over worries here. I'm really kind of like getting really into the, yeah, you know, the the dark worries in particular. But do talk to other people that are going to be supportive that might give you the honest opinion that maybe not going to totally shut up and just, oh, yeah. don't worry, don't and, worry about yeah. it. <laughs> and, and be honest with you, because yeah. a lot of people do hide it. Yeah. And when it, when it's hidden it, and it pushed right deep, that's when it does start to fester. So, yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about, <laughs> don't worry. Yeah, don't about, worry. Uh, about being stupid about it, being a stupid worry. Um, end of the day, the brain is a funny thing. Yeah. It, it can play tricks on you. So let's just quickly summarize. And if you are worried all the time about things and you're, it's interfering in your life because we all have worries about all sorts of things. But if you're struggling to manage it and it's interfering with your daily life, then you need to think about going and see somebody. Um, maybe just take a step back, pause and think, you know, how many times does this actually happen or how often or what's the probability or what's the evidence? Mm-hmm. Something along those lines. Is it solvable? Um, you know, am I reading somebody, trying to read somebody's thoughts, those sort of things? And then just reanalyze that, changing your mind perspective on that. Get some more exercise. Maybe go for a bit of a yoga or go for a walk or whatever and talk to somebody. Yeah, we yeah. agree with that? Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Cool. Okay. Right. Okay, then. So what we'll do is we'll wrap it up there because that's just over 30 minutes. That's kind of where I wanted to be anyway. Have you guys got anything you want to add to that before we close it up? No, not really. Just no. try not to worry about it. Yeah. And don't overthink. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Right. Thank you very much for this. No, um, I know it's been a bit weird because it's a very different thing. It took me a long time to get used to this. Yeah. So. Obviously, it's, it's hard for people to just to talk about the problems. But again, yeah. you know, um, if, if you could all look at um, where me and Stephen were years ago, um, again, I've had depression, anxiety, um, and, you know, it, it can be changed. It really, really can. It looks dark now, but honestly, things can be changed. Yeah, so just go for it. Yeah. yeah. Just, you know, just make the little steps. Definitely. Make the little changes. There you go. Um, wise words, wise words. So thank you to Stephen and Stuart. Um, and thank you guys for listening. Let me know what you think to these. This is the penultimate one for the mental health series and the depression one is next, which I've actually already recorded and I shat myself doing that. So it'd be interesting to hear I'm that worried back. about it too much. Um, I don't know about worried. Overthinking? Uh, I don't know. But anyway, you need to listen to that. Yeah. So um, that'll be next and that'll be the last one in the series, so to speak. So um, please uh, share these on Jelly Fitness social medias, tag, comment, message people, let them know they're there. If they help you in some way, please do let me know. Give me some feedback. And other than that, we'll speak to you soon. All right, then. Toodaloo. Bye. Say bye, bye boys. <laughs>